Listen up, you beautiful, beautiful people. Well, we did it. We we got on national television. That's kind of a big deal. ESPN News had their first ever USL match in the regular season, and they chose Memphis. And 7,000 of you beautiful people showed up for the match. 7,041, to be specific. Good job, Memphis. On a night when the Grizzlies were playing down the street against the Golden State Warriors, you showed up and showed out. It was a great crowd. Beautiful night, by the way. Wow. Um, Lawrence Dockery was in the press box for us, and that's great because, uh, and I thank him for that because I was in the supporter section acting like a complete idiot, and uh, thanks to Lawrence, I have the freedom to do that, and you still get the coverage that you deserve and need when it comes to this team. So Lawrence went to the post-match press conference. He heard Mulch's comments or Coach McQueen's comments. He heard uh, Rashawn Dolly and uh, maybe a couple other guys talking about uh, this one-nil loss to Atlanta United Reserves on a night where we simply could not find the net d- despite several, several chances. Uh, and that will be a repeating theme until this team can consistently find the net. And everybody knows that. That's not a surprise. Coach Mulch uh, talked about that in, in the press conference, and we'll hear Lawrence talking about what Coach Mulch had to say in an interview that we recorded in an alley, which, you know, hey, it's as good a place as any. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the 901 Soccer Podcast. Okay, uh, we are here uh, in the alleyway next to the brass door, uh, which is the uh, home pub of Bluff City Mafia. We are very disappointed, to say the least. Um, This is um, our second 1-0 loss at home, and the only other home uh, match we have is a 1-1 draw. So, uh, Lawrence Dockery, you saw this game from the press box. Uh, tell us uh, exactly what you saw. It's going to be a little loud out here, but we'll we'll make it through. Give us what you saw. Um, starting from uh, start. Let's start from the back. Okay, we're going to start from the back. Tell us what you saw defensively for Memphis 901 FC. You know, defensively, I didn't think they were too too bad. Um, obviously, it sucks to to just kind of have a breakdown right before the half and give up a goal when you, for the most part, had dominated the run of play in the first half. Had a slight uh, disadvantage in possession in terms of just you know, it was like uh, it was like fifty one to forty nine or something like that. Atlanta in the first half, but all of the chance like for the first forty minutes, Memphis was uh, locked down defensively. I didn't think you know it was one of those where you know you just kind of half joked yourself is Atlanta ever going to get out of their own half. And you know, and they did, and they scored a goal right before the half. Uh, but outside outside of that, uh, I did uh, get a chance to go to the post game uh, presser for Coach McQueen. He was not happy with the way that goal developed. I can tell you that. This is probably the, uh, in the few times I've been able to sit and interact with him, this is the shortest and most terse he's ever been. He is not happy uh, with the, with the, the way they gave up that goal. And he's not happy with the lack of production on the offensive end of the field. So let's talk about the uh, lack of production on the offensive end of the field. Seems like in the second half particularly, there were a lot of set pieces, a lot of chances, a lot of – it seems like we had the ball in the box several times but could not convert. What did you see offensively? That's one thing. It's – I mean, th- that's how the game got started. 30 seconds into the game, there was a set piece that Mark Birch had a – you know, it was a good free kick and the goalkeeper just made a good save. And then, 
just you touched on a lot of chances in the box and nothing doing with them and it's it's just that's a, that's another thing that uh, uh Rashawn Daly and coach McQueen they're not happy they're not happy about that they're saying uh and Mark Birch was saying after the game tonight and they said that they're gonna they're gonna work on finishing because they're getting the chances and that's one thing that coach McQueen said he said look it's it's super frustrating to be getting all these chances and not putting them away, and that's a concern. He said he wouldn't be too worried unless they weren't creating any chances at all. Uh, maybe that's just a little bit of coach speak. I don't know. But it's, you know, the, you had any number of chances, and, yes, you had the one that was cleared off the line in the first half, and then you had the world-class save by the goalkeeper on a header off a corner kick in the second half. But the fact remains, Memphis has played three home games. They scored one goal in those three home games. And they've had, and the last game against uh, Loudoun United, they had every chance in the world. And tonight, they had every chance in the world. And for whatever reason, they just can't put put the ball in the back of that. Rashawn Daly had one of the easiest chances anyone's ever seen, ever. I mean, it's it's one of those ones that you know fans at home or folks in the pub say, "Oh, my grandma could score that by just sticking her foot out." That's one that my grandma could have scored, and she's no longer with us. Um, it's just, and uh, Dwayne Maquette, I, there's no other way to say it, but he he was bad tonight. He, he was bad. Um, Something just, seems to be going on with Muckett, or Muckett. I, I don't see the player that I was so excited about. Uh, granted, I was, you know, when I was introduced to him, I was just watching YouTube videos. But I just, I'm not seeing the same player right now. Even the same player that we saw in the first couple of three games. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's 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 poor touches. It's it's bad decision making. It's and that's not just on him. That's on pretty much every like Elliot Collier. Uh, he's got the one goal, and I, I I couldn't tell you anything else he's done besides that. Um, it's just it's head scratching because because Coach McQueen pointed out tonight they played six games. They've scored more than once. They scored more than one goal one time. And he said that's that's a problem. And uh, I mean, the, the and up in the press spot, Dave Rolotion was yeah. there. You know, the voice of the Memphis Tigers. He was there tonight, and uh, he said these these fans they deserve some goals and they deserve some wins because this is three games now where they have brought it. And the attendance tonight was seven thousand and change. Uh, Excellent for a Wednesday night with the Grizzlies playing the Warriors two blocks down the road. Yeah, um, and that that's on par give or take a couple hundred people with the two previous home games and these fans have brought it and now the players need to bring it not that they're I, let me rephrase that not that they're not bringing it it's not it's that they they haven't gotten over to hump they haven't put the ball in the back of the net but the one time and then they've got to consistently finish they, i agree that the focus in practice needs to be on finishing yes uh, and it's because I mean, don't want to beat the horse to death or sound like a broken record, but, I mean, that's just the way it is right now. Because there's not – like, if those chances are finished, there's nothing else to analyze here. We're talking about a two or three you want and win. Exactly. It's uh, – I mean, some of it's poor decision makes. Some of it's just bad luck. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, that, and some that, of it's just, just, like, hesitating. There was some, yeah, a lot of that. There's a lot of – I mean, there was that, that chance that Muckhead had right, right, before, right after the start of the second half. He's one-on-one with the keeper, and instead of trying to score, he passed it off to his left to, like, nobody. There, wasn't yeah, even a there, are, a few, there are a few passes to nobody, sadly. It's, uh, and, I mean, I mean, you could scroll through the 901 Soccer Podcast Twitter feed and see any number of corner kick from Memphis, corner kick from Memphis, corner kick from Memphis. Memphis had, probably had to have had 10 or 15 corner kicks tonight, and they, got, they only got one chance out of, out of all of them. 
And that's not that's not anything new either. Like right. if like if if this had been just a tonight problem, we could say, all right, you know what, one bad night, pick pick yourselves up, dust yourselves off, move on down the road. At the same time, but on the other side, it's it's this is three home games and we're six games into the season now, and this has been an issue in just about every game. Yeah, it absolutely has. Uh, well, uh, we appreciate your uh, coverage of this game. And uh, Memphis goes to Nashville on the weekend. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to say it, but Nashville seems to kind of be hitting their stride a little bit. Scored three goals. That was a problem they had last year. They couldn't score. But they, they uh, ended up scoring three against Ottawa on the weekend. Um, and so Memphis has a little bit of work to do here over the next couple of days to get ready for that away match at uh, Nashville. So um, we will uh, just see if, if some of this, these next couple of days of practice uh, somehow result in goals. At, at some point, it's, you're going you're gonna to catch a break some way, somehow. I mean, that's just the law of averages. But you, right? can't, you, you don't want to depend on a break. Yes, yes, it's like, uh, like you've seen the movie Deepwater Horizon yeah. where Mark Wahlberg's talking to John Malkovich, one of the BP oil execs. He's like, that's hope is a tactic. You're, you're hoping to run out of gas as the wheels touch down. Hope is a tactic. That ain't, that ain't how to do it, Don. That's, that's not how to do it. I mean, yes, you'll catch a break, but you've got to go make that break happen. That's right, and that's what we're hoping for. We're hoping that 901FC is able to go to Nashville and make those breaks happen. Lawrence, thanks for joining us, and thank you to you for listening to the 901 Soccer Podcast. That will wrap it up for us. But remember, this weekend is a big one, guys. If you hate Nashville as much as several people in the Memphis area claim to hate Nashville, then this weekend is an, an outlet to let those passions show. Memphis 901 SC uh, will travel to Nashville SC, a team that seems to be uh, playing rather well lately. And um, that will be at 7 o'clock. It'll be on ESPN Plus and CW30. But more importantly, you have a chance to make a short relatively short four-hour trip and support your team live on the road away in what will probably be the dog park area of Nashville Stadium. But show up, show out, represent the 901. You know what? Just get in the car and drive. See what happens. They're not going to be sold out. Get in the car, drive, uh, go to Nashville, and uh, and just kind of like it'll be pretty obvious where Bluff City Mafia is and, and go over there with them and and have a good time representing your city against that other city. You know, that's all we're, that's, that's an opportunity for you. And we are all about opportunity. Thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for everything that, uh, that all of you have done to kind of put Memphis a little bit on the map in USL. I mean, there are people saying, okay, well, that is, uh, you know, more successful than I expected it to be. And that's great. It's a great representation of our fine city. Uh, our city has been, um, has been crapped on a lot lately, especially by certain Nashvilleians. Uh, but it's a great city. It's a city full of beautiful, beautiful people. Um, and, and we absolutely could not possibly love it more than we do. And, and we do. So that's it for us. We're signing out. Thank you for listening to the 901 Soccer Podcast.